Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Fresh Batch is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Find Fresh Batch and other original comedy podcasts at www.foreverdogpodcasts.com. And maybe you're not in studio with us today, but you can get in on the conversation. Just follow at Fresh Batch Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Sometimes I check it. Sometimes we just have bots take care of it. And if you're a fan of the show, don't forget to subscribe. And please, I do beg, rate us five stars and write us a nice review. We might even read your review on the show. Enjoy. Hey everyone, it's Michelle. As you can clearly hear, I'm very Vokey Fry today because I've not shut up the entire week that I've been here in Los Angeles. Uh, this is Fresh Batch, by the way. I am, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little starstruck right now. This is real uh, because of today's guests. And you know both of them. Well, let me start with, first of all, one of the funniest people that I know and also so handsome and like in a threatening way that I'm not used to and I like. 
It's Louis Vertel. Oh, Michelle. Thank you. Louis I think of myself Vertel. as so big-jawed and close-set-eyed, which is such a rare... I'm so Lucas Hedges, if you will. But I'm big-jawed, and I think that people are attracted to people they look like, so maybe that's Oh, okay. Cool. Yes, right. Twins? Boyfriend twins. The first intergender <laughs> boyfriend twins. Yes. Yes. No, what did I say? Val Kilmer. That's my male yeah. look-alike. Remember when they did that thing? Well, let's introduce the other person so he can get in on it, too. So now, Louis, by the way, also is a comedian and was on Jeopardy, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that. But joining us is someone I've talked about him on the podcast, I would say at length. Um, I'm a huge fan. I was a little bit weird when I met him this morning because I was like starstruck, I'm going to be honest. And he's sitting here in my beautiful Airbnb. It's the Tournament of Champion Jeopardy winner, ladies and gentlemen, Buzzy Cohen. Woo! Yeah. Hi, everybody. What an introduction. Buzzy. Oh, my Oof, God. I got like chills. Guys, Buzzy <laughs> is dressed to the deep nines. He is ravishing. I don't leave the house generally without a jacket on weekends are an exception but i felt like you signed up for the buzzy show i'm gonna give you the buzzy show it's my show but i know what you're saying <laughs> yeah and um i want to add that you also came 40 minutes early which <laughs> was i thought aggressive but i liked it i wasn't fully dressed it was like i was a, like wait one second no i mean like compared to what we're wearing like he is like in an actual suit michelle and i barely qualify as athleisure right now um I'm offended. Right. <laughs> I'm wearing no. like my good jeans. Yeah. But okay. No, but Buzzy, tell I, people why you were so early today. I am. Well, I'm always early. First of all, I'm just, I show up like when, when the invite says nine o'clock, I'm like, it would be rude to be there at nine ten. And my wife is like, no, no, no. That means nine thirty, maybe 10 o'clock. And I'm like, if we're not there at nine, we're insulting these people. That's a wildly um, incorrect assumption. Yeah. yeah right. No, but, we like live in Nice basically like yeah. show up 50 minutes later. <laughs> So there was that. I was anticipating crosstown LA traffic, even though it's a Saturday, because you never know. Right. And I have a a three and three quarter year old in tow, and I didn't know how cooperative she was going to be. So I wanted to give her a little time to settle in. She's technically the first fresh batch child guest. She's the freshest fresh batch. She truly is. Like, we changed it to rotten batch. You're like, Mish, you ain't fooling nobody, girl. No, but your beautiful daughter is here. She's watching Paw Patrol. She is loving Paw Patrol. She's really having a good time. She also really bosses you around, which I like. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Everyone bosses me around. Really? Yeah. What sign are you? I'm a Pisces. Interesting. Cancer, Lewis? Leo, of course. Oh, duh. Imagine if I weren't, honey. Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. You'd be truly like a shriveled little, like, earthworm on the sidewalk. Yeah. (laughs) Like... No, but except the Madonna, Barack Obama. Yes, you know. Oh, we, yeah. we all hang at My mother, Leo. Oh, exactly. You get that, yes. obviously. Yeah, my mother is an Israeli. Uh, my mom loves you. My mom is an Austin fan. I also was reading for Buzzy, and I will tell you, let's talk about it. Let's Okay, let's it. do it. Let's okay. do it. When you made it to the finals, I was obviously very thrilled. And I have to say that my goal was just to get to the finals because I picked out four I think really great outfits, especially the finals day two outfit. And I was just like, America needs to see this. No, it's like the Project Runway final challenge. You're exactly. like, and now here comes the wow fourth outfit. Exactly. Yeah. Final gown. Like I came out, I think day one was very peacocky. Mm-hmm. I tried to, and that was like a in, total intimidation thing. It worked. Oh, wow. It worked. Yeah. I was like, that was a silk linen blend pearl gray suit. And then I had day four also picked out as a wow suit and that literally i was like this is my outfit that says after this i'm getting on a yacht i'm going to monte carlo mm-hmm. and y'all can fuck yourselves i don't care i, I don't do need love this. that no that you suit also... is like what the you're so vain is about that yes. person that exactly. person is wearing that outfit <laughs> exactly you yes. also changed your glasses yep which i thought also bold 
Yeah. And I like you're in your classic buzzy frames today with the circular ones. But yeah. what what caused the change of frames? Well, I have a few different frames. And the, the Friday frames are my uh, no tie frames. Okay. So these frames look better with a tie. And those frames look better without a tie. And it was sort of like because I wasn't wearing a tie and also because there was a lot of Twitter like, I hate Buzzy's glasses. I love Buzzy's glasses or whatever. And it's like, you know, I just kind of wanted to like throw him a bone. Yeah. And be like, I'm more than just one thing. You're like Pontifex. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> but so by the giving. way, yeah. people would have opinions about like the effectiveness of what a Jeopardy contestant is wearing is very new. I mean, like for years and years. Okay, people forget this. On Jeopardy for like 100 years, it looked like Cocoon every day. It was the <laughs> oldest people alive. And now it's like yeah. that there would be people who are young and have like been to like the right stores yeah. is a shocking new development. Yes. I always feel bad. There are girls who go on who are like busty gals, which is, you know, that's my my other Twitter handle, the one I stalk people with. My Instagram when I watch I watch stories. I was like, uh, oh, under- that's who followed me. Busty <laughs> gals, <laughs> three Z's because I'm always asleep. Um, but anyways, these girls come on and they don't know, you know, they don't have wardrobe people there. I'm sure it's no. Jeopardy. They're not there to look any kind of way. And they just some of these girls wear things, and I want I want to get hired as Jeopardy's wardrobe, not to make them look fashiony, yeah. but just flattering. You know what I mean? Because they don't know. I feel. Oh, sometimes I cringe at what, and men too, not just yeah. the girls. Some of these guys show up who, uh, Alex, um, what's his name Jacob? from last year? Oh, Alex Jacob. used to wear like loose necked sweaters. I'm like, no, you got to tighten those necks. Do you know what's crazy for me is I was on a game show like three years ago called The Chase, which was on Game Show Network. Yeah. And on that show, they made me send in like 15 different outfits I could potentially wear. And then once I was there, they were still toggling with them. Jeopardy, they do none of that. No. And the lighting is just as dramatic and oh. stuff. So it's like, I don't really understand how that could. Maybe it's just a time efficiency thing, but um, I thought that's so crazy. It's also, you know, in, a, in a weird way, it's sort of like reflective of America. You know, it's like if you're a schlub from God knows where, it's like you can see yourself up there. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a little less, which is, I think, part of why people hated me. Because, because you were so neat I lo- and I was tidy. Like, I was like, yeah, I was like the one percenter. Right. You know, and Austin has that kind of like bartender scrappy thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, I thought it was a good, a fun little um Dynamic. It was that, and your dad owns a suit store, correct? Yeah, he does. He owns a clothing store a in New clothing Jersey. Store in Jersey. Do you want to Sam's. plug it? Can I plug it? Sam's yeah. in Livingston, five 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 South Livingston Avenue, nine seven three four two two one thousand. Ask for Maurice. <laughs> Ask for Maurice is a great podcast name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, did you hear the latest? Ask for Maurice. I want to yeah. go and get a three piece suit. I want to walk out like backwards, tuck Celine Dion. Uh-huh. I would look. <laughs> Awful. You have to be very <laughs> flat chested to wear backwards tux. Because otherwise, never thought like, about that. Of course, you yes. have yeah. to be. You have to have yeah. a back in the front. Yeah. Right. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> but if you if, yep, if you were the progressive like Obama of like suit wearing, that we have now had the Trumpy guy who wears the Indiana um, Hawaiian shirts. Oh yes. I, yeah. 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 Is he a Trumpy guy? No. I mean, he's but from he was his just vibe. saying yeah. if I was yeah. He's, I get it. Yeah. The pendulum has swung back is what I'm saying. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no. So you made it to the finals. And the yeah. first, this is the Thursday. And Lewis, we're going to talk also because Lewis had a big Jeopardy moment too. Oh, I know. I mean, it was iconic. And that's really. It's still iconic. Yeah. If you get on your tenor GIF keyboard and type in Jeopardy, Lewis comes up way before anything else. No, really? Yes. No, if, you're, if your aunt in the Midwest is trying to be expressive in a flamboyant way, <laughs> she, has, she has invoked me. Yes. I think. You were on Thursday. Yes. Game one of the finals. And you just, you bit it. I mean, you really... 100%. <laughs> I totally bit it. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. It was brutal. It was really brutal. And part of it was like, what people don't see is that when I... There was a $2,000 clue that I got off by one letter. It was a rhyming thing. I added an S oh, to one of them. Right. They stopped tape 
at that point. And there was probably like a good 20, 25 minutes of the producers and researchers going around because they had already accepted one with an S. Oh. And I was like making my case. So, and and I, and we're not going to get into all the things I, I was talking to them about because I was like making my case for why it should be accepted. No, I think it's interesting to hear this. Okay, so, that, so part yeah. of it too was that the clue was written as pests with an S. So mm. I answered as weevils mm. with an S. I like, you know, like when you do a crossword and you're like, if it says plural, you do plural. If it's past tense, you do past tense, whatever. So I was answering like that. And I was like, the clues were wrong. You already accepted it with an S. You got to accept it. And they didn't. So that was like a swing of $4,000 plus totally took the wind out of my sails. Hmm. And we, I only had $4,200 going into final. And at that point, you got to treat that first day final like a daily double. And if you have $4,000 in double jeopardy, you're going to bet it all. Why not? It's like $8,000 might help me, but $4,000 isn't really going to do anything. So That's I may right. as well go for it. But it was a long walk back to the green room. A very long oh, walk. That has and to like feel all bad. Yeah. the producers like Glenn and Maggie, who you know, who are like the contestant people, they're like, oh, don't worry. You know, they're trying to like cheer me up and all that. And I'm like... It's fine. Can I tell you something about Glenn and Maggie? So the producers on the show are like legendary amongst contestants for being like super supportive and like like they are beloved. Like people always have good memories of them. I'm not saying I dislike them. They are clearly doing their jobs in a very manual way, like trying to be comforting. And I resist that knowing how TV works. It's yeah. like, I know you just have to do this. Right. I know you're like a liar, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like yeah. it. Yeah. No, I like no, when totally. people lie to me like that. Yeah. Like when it's in a nice way, I'm always like, thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. No, yeah. I think it's definitely helpful for some people, but I was like, I was in my zone. You know, it's funny. We're talking about this, the pluralization. There was um, a final Jeopardy like last week where the, answer was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts oh, Club Band. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. And I'm first of all, even with the 30 seconds if you knew it off the bat with that shitty pen, how can you scrawl Very that difficult. entire thing out? I always say it's like if you imagine what you sign in on an electronic keypad for when you use right. a credit card. Imagine if you had to use that but separate all the letters and keep it legible. Literally, and spell it correctly. Correct. So it's <laughs> right. like I met one of the answers one time was Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Literally that would probably take you about 19 seconds to write. Yeah. No but that's what I'm saying and there was a guy who wrote Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts and they didn't give it to him and I think they should bring him back. I really got pissed about that. Yeah. And then of course I call mom big Jeopardy fan. I mean my mom also watches Wheel she won't admit to it yeah. and her biggest pet peeve about wheel is that they in the final wheel puzzle they'll always do thing and it'll be like eight ounces like it won't be a real thing right. so we like lose our minds i took a picture of one recently i won't find it Anyways. by the way wheel of fortune puzzles have gone off the rails uh, beyond. <laughs> literally one of the answers recently was like beautiful rum punch like it's just like <laughs> what like mistranslated korean tattoo is this <laughs> Uh, that is hysterical yeah no I think the writers even the rhymes don't make any sense it's like absolutely I wish I had like solid examples or was clever enough to think of them but yeah Yeah. Um, anyway so you had nothing I had nothing Lewis and I were both rooting I was 100% rooting Oh yeah, I was on Buzzy's team. I was like texting you. I about know it. that I you were like, rooting for me. You don't yeah. have to say you were rooting for me, Lewis, just because we're here. No, nope. can be honest. I, 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 I knew you were the closest in personality to me. Right. Like you're into the music, and like yeah. you know, like yes. you care yes. about how you look, etc. Yes, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we choose who to root for. Yeah, that's truly. We are the most shallow pieces of fucking garbage. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, anyway, so then day two comes. Now, just to put this into context for our listeners, that was the famous day where I had my dental surgery. I had um, a crown, like Netflix is the crown lengthening. That's what I call it. And then, um, <laughs> so I had this whole thing. I had my mouth stitched up. They put in a full hippopotamus tooth. Did I tell you about that? <laughs> they did not shape the tooth right. It's like a flat, a whole half stage is in my mouth right now where it's so horrible. And then that was the day that I saw the mouse in my apartment, which led to... Just so much. It's half a podcast episode. It, it really was. Yeah. It's very, if you give a mouse a cookie, this story, just yeah. like it goes on and on and on. It yeah. just doesn't end. But, you know, yeah. And that also ties in, Buzzy, as you mentioned, the black stones from the plant. It's yeah. like, oh, loose. you don't have to listen to it. But it was a, a whole day. So my best friend, Stephen, came over. We're watching you. At, like We watched it late. And actually, someone spoiled it for me already. So I was, but I, I refused to believe that right. you won. It's impossible. It just wouldn't happen. But I <laughs> right. Dream I knew, the impossible dream. It just didn't make sense. But I knew that you went home to surprise your parents. Right. And so I did have a feeling. I was like, that's, I mean, it's a big deal even if you don't win. But right. I had a vibe. And then tell people what happened. So I was actually still in third place after the Jeopardy round, which I like to point out. Still in third place. Then in double Jeopardy, I just caught fire and got up to ten thousand eight hundred dollars which was just above where austin was austin had like nine thousand dollars so i just got the lead and hit the daily double so exciting looked at alex trebek and said it's friday which it was tuesday but you know i i I get how tv works so savvy right oh my god oh my god so hollywood (laughs) like merv griffin himself yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) and made it a true daily double wow uh biggest true daily double of the tournament i'm proud to say Mm -hmm. got it right and just, I was like, I'm in this. All yeah. of a sudden, I'm in this. Got a few more clues. Alan got a few more clues. Uh, Austin did as well. Alan hit a daily double, got it wrong. And mm. we can talk about what happened there because I think that's important for people to know. And then we all missed final, but I didn't have to bet a lot. And I won. It's I mean, The first was... time in the 34-year history of the show that someone has finished the first day of the finals with zero and one. Also, I think it's important to say not only did you catch fire, but like based on how far behind you were at that point, like it was also important that the other contestants did not catch fire. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like I had a lot of ground to make up and it was as you know, someone who's experienced the buzzer, it's like that's the crucible where you live and die, especially in the finals of the tournament of champions. Allen Allen was especially very fast and Austin was also very fast on right. the buzzer. So at that point, I was in sort of like um sports analogy for getting in the zone because I don't know anything about sports, but mm-hmm. like a Michael Jordan, like 90, <laughs> whatever. Very savvy. That's yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Gretzky. Uh-huh. Um, but it was like any clue I wanted, I could take with the buzzer, which is a very rare position to be in. Can I ask a question about the buzzer? Is there like, okay, this is my question. Cause I'm always thinking if I were on Jeopardy, I would be like furiously ringing in the second I knew it. Do you have to time it? Like, how do you know? Is there a light that shows you when it's up? Yes. Ah. The, well, okay. Oh it works like this. I I feel like there was in on old Jeopardy, you can buzz and write as he was reading. On like Art Fleming Jeopardy, you could. But ever since the Jeopardy as we know it has been on the air, on the air, you have to wait till like lights that are next to the board show up. And also, it's this weird like you have to basically just sense it because it's when he says the last syllable oh does God. it become available. And there's a it's manually switched by a man who wears a like what? a peak. Right, it's hat. just some dude. Yeah. His name's Mike, what are you I think. Talking His name's Michael. So there's somebody who's on set who's my daughter's like yelling at the She's Patrol. so angry with you. <laughs> there's a dude who's yeah. on set and as Alex Trebek finishes reading, he switches it oh, to I enable see. it. He so it's not it. just timing Alex, it's 
it's mind melding with Michael. I think his name is Michael. It's also important that if you buzz in early, you are then locked out for a quarter of a second, which yes. basically, right. if somebody else buzzes in at all, they beat you. Yeah, yeah. quarter mm-hmm. of a second's a lifetime. <sighs> I feel really stressed thinking yeah, about buzzing intense. in. Yeah, I mean, I actually, like, my approach was, like, in any game, I would use the single Jeopardy as sort of, like, dialing in my buzzer timing. And then... To test it, you're saying. Yeah, just right. like, oh, a little faster, a little slower, and then use double Jeopardy. That's where the money is. So right. that's where you, like, make your move. How many episodes were you on when you were just on regular Jeopardy? I was on 10. I oh, lost okay. in the 10th. I won 9. So you shot for, like, two or three days, probably. Two days. It was, yeah, it was two consecutive days. Wow. That's yeah. got to be so hard. The, it's harder, I think, doing a run than doing the tournament. Because the tournament, you have long breaks. The run, right. you like, they, like hustle you backstage and you've got like 10 minutes to get changed and Ugh. pretend it's a new day and play against two people who have just been watching you and like totally relaxed. Are and people like, are people like assholes? Like Lewis, you were on. Mm-hmm. Were you friendly with the other people who were on with you? Yes. I'm trying to think if anybody was bizarre. Weirdly, I just, for, there was somebody who won three games my week and literally yesterday I just happened to be on Facebook and I was like, that sounds like kind of a Trumpy thing to say on Facebook. And I went down the face and he, I thought he seemed so cool in person. And oh, he no. was this hardcore Trump person. Oh, no. who's like, which is just shocking. Cause that's pretty rare for Jeopardy. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. you know, we're in, we're, we're in a Jeopardy contestants, Facebook group, which Are has you? like 2000 yes. people in it. And it's like, it's like everybody's I just cool. go on to be in the group. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be included in things. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, no, I got along with everybody. The one woman who I played on the show, when, in, when you do practice, they have you just doing uh, uh, games against other people where you're just working on the buzzer, basically. This woman beat me like five times in a row on the buzzer. That is very discouraging. Like, like gets yeah. in your head like, oh, I, well, you know. During the rehearsal, I went up against Alan, and he was just crushing all of us on the buzzer. And I was like, don't want to face him. And in fact, his his quarterfinal match was like the third game. Jason Sterlocky sat next to me after his game and said, I think Austin, Jason said, I think Austin's going to win because none of us had seen him play. None of us knew him. We just knew he won all this money, he won all these games. You hadn't and met him yet? We just met him that morning. Oh, that's so and funny. they hadn't, yeah, they hadn't seen him on we the hadn't show seen any of shows. Right. Yeah. Because so we taped before he aired. I read that actually yeah. in one of your interviews. I did research. Can you imagine? Um, yeah, that it's so fascinating that Austin. His, so just to reiterate for people listening, is that he, his episodes had not aired. They didn't know who he was, right. but you knew that he won almost half a million dollars. They told us, yeah, they told us how much he won and wow. how many games he had won. And you can kind of put that together and be like, it's one, like I won a lot of games, but I didn't win a lot of money mm-hmm. per game. My per game average was pretty low because, as you know, I was using every opportunity to piss off Alex Trebek in yes. America. Um, Austin, yeah, on the other hand. People just hate you, including my mother. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, you know <laughs> my what? My mom doesn't hate you. People yeah. don't talk about nobodies, okay? That's true, though. <laughs> That's like the Howard Stern way of life. Yeah, yeah. it's very There's true. a Wall Street vibe to you, as in Gordon Gecko. Totally. No, yes. my wife was like, you're a one percenter of Jeopardy. Like, that's the yeah. vibe mm-hmm. you give off. Well, because you have you had things tailored. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more I hate you. It's I'm like, like ugh. Your clothes <laughs> like, fit? How dare you? <laughs> Um, the unmitigated gall of this. Tell me, did when Austin came in because you guys had very funny like opening intro mm-hmm. animations or whatever? Mm-hmm. Were they his idea? They had to be. No offense. Um, they seem very him. okay. Here's what happened: mm-hmm. We sat down at lunch. Me, Austin, Allen. We were sequestered. We weren't allowed to talk to anybody else. It was like us and in a the producer. commissary. In the commissary. That's my favorite part of the day because you eat and then like nobody else in the Sony commissary can look or talk to you. Really? Yes. They literally yeah. like shoo people away. Yeah. Why? Because they, it can't be like, they can't give you information. Like, you just can't be connected to the outside world, basically. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, it's like OJ yeah. being yes. a juror. Yes. <gasps> wow. Okay. Um, so we were also, we were, and we were like separate from the rest of the group because they didn't want us to, I don't know, talk to each other or whatever. It was just the three of us. And I said, 
I had picked up on in the last two games that Austin did silly stuff during his opening. I didn't know that we didn't know that because we hadn't seen it. And he kind of obviously picked up that I don't know as well. And I was like, well, the three of us should do the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Because I was just thinking of things oh, that we could that? all do together. Very funny. And then he said, let's do the robot. And I was like, that's better. Let's do that and think of something better for the second day. And then we just didn't have time. Mm. But we all, we also checked with Alan because we're like, Alan, we're not doing this. We're not going to do this unless you're of in. Of course. Can you and imagine like, if in. Alan stood there while they're doing the robot? <laughs> like, wait, first of all, racist. I would be yeah. like, look at these racists. Like, they yeah. came up with the whole dance, but they didn't let Alan in on it. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, that's hysterical. So you it, guys were all so cute, though. It was very sweet. Yeah. And yeah. I think we, you know, at lunch, we were like, this is awesome. This is like, like we made it to the finals. This is all gravy. We're having fun. You know, it's. I think all of us just wanted to be in the finals. And at that point, as you know, it's like the board you get and the buzzer and a lot of yeah. luck. And so we really went into it very, like, happy to be there. Like, no pressure at that point. And I, it shows. Like, those games are really fun. It's like, so loose. loose. Super sure, loose. Was loose. Very, very uh, Johnny Carson, Ned McMahon during the, like, kind of uh, totally. sloshier days. Yeah, it's like a Joey, Joey Bishop kind <laughs> <Yes>. of, like... <laughs> A little I, match yeah. game, if you will. Yeah, yes. I, I totally, I watched back and I was like, I can't believe how loose I look. And they like edited, you when you were there, you can, can kind of see it, but they edited so much of those two shows because we were all commenting on everything, like huh. like joking around. You're allowed about, to talk between the clues? No. Well, I mean, who's going to stop us? <gasps> And they they kept they were holding everybody hostage. They kept basically. they kept I know, it sounds fun. <laughs> they kept some of it. Like there was the whole thing where I was like, I don't understand what that is. But uh, and like Austin was making jo- Alan obviously was just like hanging out for dear life. But um, uh, not in the game, but emotionally. That's just, you know he was because he's just so wound so tight. Oh, like really? you don't see it at home, but he's bouncing the buzzer back and forth between his hands and like. Yeah, he's, he's deeply fidgety. He's yeah. very fidgety. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like no, you don't see that. he's like gonna turn into electrons. He's just gonna like he's gonna go full eleven Stranger Things and just like turn into energy. <laughs> I want to say also, I met him at uh, this trivia place in Santa Monica O'Brien's, where I was shocked to learn that Alan is like four foot seven, like Shakira height, tiny. Yes, I mean just like and compared to like Buzzy, who's like this commanding pompadour, you know, yeah, they hear ads, right? Yeah, yeah. so he's it's like this, he's the size her. of two Alans. And um, if you hear chewing, it's because my daughter has now joined us. We might have her chime in. Later. Yes, we have a child. Here. Here. Um, hi. Kids hate me, but she really has an icy stare that I appreciate. No, it's important. She's also wearing this pullover cardigan thing that, as I said earlier, is very Blythe Dannery. So it's just, I'm deeply intimidated and know she should be advertising like Boniva. Yes. Yeah. She's like, it's complicated. The movie. No, she's adorable. Uh, Lewis, you are also in Jeopardy. Yes, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it seems like yesterday. I feel like you paved the way in your way of like being yourself on the show. And that made me feel okay about me being myself on the show, which then launched the subsequent Austin and everything else. So I feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, you, you cracked the door open. Well, that's nice. Well, I have to say, yeah, I'm you're like always... the Rosa Parks for me. That's you're my exact... Rosa Parks. You I, shouldn't say that. I often <laughs> scream that about myself in the yeah. streets. It doesn't go over well. Um, I always think it's so weird on Jeopardy that there aren't people who are more expressive because they they basically encourage you to be. So it totally. seems very sullen most of the time. Really? Like Whereas on Wheel of Fortune, people are like doing front handsprings onto the wheel. They hire stunt doubles. That's yes. my dream. <laughs> my dream is to get rich enough that if I get upset about something, or excited I have my son double come in to do a full yeah, like right. Tara Lipinski but that that reminds me of a, a phrase that I actually thought of to share with you which okay. a friend of mine shared with me and I now use all the time which is whatever is going on you just say I'm too old and I'm too rich and no matter how young and poor you are there is something in your life and she she 
her boss had said this to her, and she remembered it. She was squatting over a toilet at DBA on the Lower East Side oh, for somebody's birthday party, holding the Batwing doors closed, and she just said, I'm too old, and I'm too rich. Yeah. And that is a gift I'm giving to both of you. Do you know what else I love about that? My weird soft spot in comedy is little kids saying precocious things. Like, so a child saying, I'm too old and too rich, or I don't see no (laughs) ring on these fingers. It's always like my number one comedy thing, like kids being sassy in an adult way. I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you've ever heard in a bathroom, Lewis? Do you remember? I know mine. I heard in a... Well, I mean, I live in L.A., so I inevitably was hearing somebody talk up their new treatment about, yeah. you know, uh, 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 what serial killer that we don't care about anymore. Exactly, you know? yeah. yeah. The craziest thing I ever heard in a bathroom was um, I was at Dallas Barbecue uh, on the Upper West Side, and um, there was a girl sitting in the stall, and I was on her phone, and I was, like, washing my hands, and she went, "Who, girl, my stomach is in another stratosphere. <laughs> like, <laughs> Exactly like that with the accent, so no one come for me. It was like, who girl? I was like, first of all, having the being so bold as to be on your phone while you're like shitting your brains out, but then on top of it, <laughs> like, I was like, that's like poetic. Like, it's actually beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, to see that as an, an opportunity for one liners is like, <laughs> yeah, are you actually Dorothy Parker? <laughs> it was very, it stayed with me to this day. That had to be like 10 years yeah. ago, anyways. Now, Lucen, you met Alex Trebek. Uh-huh. So your big moment on the show was, I really wanted you to win. I'm like, I'm a little disappointed. You know I'll be what? Honest. My feeling about it years later is like, everybody loses at some point, and it's usually in, in Final Jeopardy if they lose. So right. it's like, I felt like I lost in champion-esque way. You okay, know? that's yes, fair. Yeah. What was your Final Jeopardy question? It was, hold on, let me, okay. Category was historic sites, mm. and the clue was, convicted Nazi spy Yosef Jacobs was the last person to be put to death here. Okay, wait. Would you have known that immediately? No. Yeah. Convicted? See, Buzzy would have lost. You know what I'm saying? I would have lost. Yeah. You yeah. really don't know it? I don't know it. I don't have it. Convicted Nazi spy Yosef Jacobs. Sounds very Israeli to me for a Nazi spy. I gotta, he's a great spy. Yeah. I'd be like, Yosef Jacobs? <laughs> Def- ca- he's definitely not a Nazi. Think he's one yeah. of us. A casting dream. Aroma yeah, yeah. together. We got Lobnet Aroma last week. That's yeah. such a like, deep cut Israeli yeah. reference. Um, anyways, I don't know where. Tower of London. Oh, oh, Jesus. The thing is, the way it's phrased, like, you don't even venture outside of... Germany. Yes, right. Germany, yeah. so, maybe yeah. Israel, like, yeah. you know, like... Mm-hmm. But, like, the guy who beat me, who's a super nice guy who was in the Tournament of Champions also, Andrew Herringer, if you know who mm-hmm. he was. name. He uh, was a... His, his Part of his job was he was a European historical tour guide. Oh, my God. Oh, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Well, yeah. when I... My last game, I lost... It was it was a literature question, and I lost to uh, an English professor or English teacher. What was the like question? I got it right, actually, okay. but I just didn't have enough, and it it's was like... I asked you. Uh, Edgar, Allan, <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe's uh-huh. Goldbug was the inspiration for this work, other work of whatever year, and it was Treasure Island. Oh, um, I wouldn't have gotten that. Um... Mm. So yeah, but I, I told if it was this casino is where you nearly vomited after seeing Britney Spears, <laughs> I would have been like Treasure Island. Uh, yeah, I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I um, don't even know. But I, I also love that um, Jeopardy makes you even if you win, they make you keep playing until you're a loser. Buzzy, you went to Columbia. I went to Columbia. Wait, yeah, back, let's talk to Lewis. I'm I want to talk to Lewis. Lewis is like a lot more interesting than me. Too. I went I to the like Columbia of Iowa City, Iowa, the University of Iowa. Did you? <laughs> what were the guys like there? Were they real? Were they assholes? Well, I'll say this. I mean, it's a football school, so there's that contingent. Right. But also, Iowa City like praised itself for being sort of like the liberal hub of Iowa. So you right. got like coolish Des Moines people, and mm. then also like farmhands. 
So right. I mean, it was like I half like and half. But I everybody, it was 2004, so everybody was wearing like green sweatshirts and pink juicy couture pants. Ugh. Such a well, great time. I, I love those weird little liberal bubble in like the Lawrence, Kansas, the Austin, yeah, Texas, Madison, Wisconsin, whatever, Athens, yeah. Georgia, because it's also like you were the most interesting girl in your little town in Oklahoma. Right. And you are like kind of a pain in the ass now. Well, it's funny because Austin, which is a great city. But I, I got did, married in Austin. Did you? Yeah. Oh, my oh. brother lives there. Yeah. Okay, then I won't say anything about it. Oh, no. I, like, <laughs> say ab- everything. Nothing about that place is going to be my vibe. Nothing about it. Well, no, it. it's just, it's funny because everyone's always like, well, Austin's the liberal city. It's so cool, blah, blah, blah. And then I went for this festival, which was fun, but I felt like it was still Texas. Like, yes. you know, in the sense, I think when people go for like South by Southwest, they're right. getting totally yes. New Yorkers, LA people. Right. So they're like, Austin is just like New York. Well, no, no. fucking duh. But when you go there for like yes. some festival or whatever, you know, and, Lovely, very kind people. And but it's it was very a, Texas. It's Texas. Like, yeah. it's not like mini, you know, it's not Williamsburg. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I, I was know. like out in a bar in the middle of nowhere somewhere. And this guy was just, just decided to share with me like how to catch an armadillo that's on like mm. digging in your driveway. How to like, he's like, so you cute. can't, you can like pick them up by the tail. You got to lift them up. Because they got the claws. You can't pull them back. You got to lift them up. And I was like, what What am I doing with the armadillo once I have it? The only they person know, in LA like, with information like that would be like Kirstie Alley. She would know everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Fat actress. Best yeah. show ever. Amazing show. Best yes. show ever. Fat yes. actress. Um, I need to talk to a guy like that to come to my apartment and catch all the animals <laughs> that are roaming free. I know I'm going to come home tomorrow and it's going to be Ace the Rocks Jumanji. Like, <laughs> I'm going to open the door. Like, the dice will be all over. I'll be like, What? Happened. Bonnie Hunt is for sure there. Yes. Adam Hanbird, who also is Little Man Tate, also in Jumanji, and he follows me on Twitter. Shout out to Adam. <laughs> Little Man Tate. Now, did you guys like that movie? Because that was about a small genius. That, I've that never was the Jodie Foster. Yes. You've yeah. never seen Little Man Tate? Isn't that crazy? What? I know she directed it, right? Yes. Yes. Uh huh. I am. That is so on brand for you, Lewis. I know it's stupid, and I love movies. I like, like, I love the little kid in Magnolia and stuff. Like, I love stuff oh like that. Oh my god! Quiz show. Et He's a little baby genius, and Diane Weist is in it. Are oh, you kidding that's me? That's really grim that yeah. I haven't seen. Yeah, that. you got to. That's on the list. You've for seen sure. it, and she he? directed it too. Yeah, you? right. Yeah. yeah. There's a scene. Oh my god, where a boy like nearly dies. It's just great. I was talking about the, this week about movies that when you describe the plot, they make you cry because I don't often cry in film. Right. But there are two movies that... Oh, I got one. I can think of one. But if... Like, forgetting even seeing it, which obviously I cry, mm-hmm. but like, just talking about it, it's a release for me. Right. And I'm going to tell you what they are. I tweeted it, but one is my favorite Spielberg movie, Empire of the Sun. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Never seen it. But it's I, like... I, I'm, in, <laughs> it's I'm, like... I'm, I'm apoplectic. I don't even know. In the documentary about him, people are like, oh, it's good, but some people call it schmaltzy or something. Are you fucking kidding? They're it's wrong. also Spielberg. Like, how do you? Yeah, right. Like everything schmaltzy, right? Do you see my face? Yeah, like, right. I'm, my my folds. I've gone full Sharpay. <laughs> I am so furious. It is such. First of all, Christian Bale was a genius, obviously, mm-hmm. and like I'm going to say something arguably offensive. Hot as a kid, meaning you can see he's going to be hot when he right. grows up, like, like in, in Newsies and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know he's what I mean? Like he's kid. a kid, but you're like that kid going to be hot. But sometimes that can backfire. Like the little boy in Boyhood, I was like, oh, he, I bet he's going to be hot when he grows up. And then I was like, Wrong. ooh, yeah. colorful. <laughs> um, anyways, it's fine. He still wouldn't talk to me. He was like 15 now, and it's fine. So <laughs> Eller Coltrane, yes, took me a second. Who? What's his name? Eller Coltrane God. from Boyhood. Yeah, trivia. I forgot. Yeah. Um, Empire of the Sun, the ending, I won't spoil it, but the other movie that is controversial that that happens to me in is Man Without a Face. Mm. Oh, movie. sure. Look yeah. at me. Is this right? He does the like, look at this thing. That's in the film. Well, here's my, I have two issues with them. Well, one issue. 
the townspeople now now we know Mel Gibson is like a Holocaust denier, blah blah blah. But at the time he was like hot, lethal right. weapon Mel Gibson. Yeah. All right, so half his face is burned. <laughs> Fine. But everyone treats him like this pariah. And meanwhile, the other when half he is... tur- <laughs> his face is hot as shit. I'm like, are people stupid? When he turns this way, when he phantoms to the right, yeah. I'm like, he's fucking hot. These people right. are dumb. No, yeah. I saw I just a uh, year of living dangerously with him in it. He is brutally hot. Oh, so even so with hot. half his face, it would be a gift. No, literally. And he's got like a good haircut in it. Like he turns. And then Nick Stahl, who's so great in it. Do you know the end of the movie, though? I don't no. know if I should tell it here or not. I mean, I'm not spoiling Man Without a Face, right? No. Basically, everyone thinks he's like molesting Nick Stahl because he's like teaching him. Right. And so they make this thing. I'm sure people are going to tweet it's like me. Like a that. trial or something? There's probably some trial. For sure, I'm going to get tweets from uh, MWAF fans, man without a face. Moff Twitter. Moff Twitter. Yes. Like in the deep in the deep web, yeah. <laughs> yes, the Reddit, the Reddit page, being like, "This isn't what happened." But in my memory, they think he's molesting him. He is like a mean mom and sister, and right. like blah blah. And then they say, "You like he can't talk to Nick Stahl right. anymore." They like ban them. So of course they fast forward, and now it's graduation from high school, and he's valedictorian, and they hired a fucking hot actor to play valedictorian. I was like, mm, "Take a minute, like it's yeah. not, it's right. not what he looked like." But fine. Anyway, so he gets up to do. To give his speech. I see the tears welling, by the way. That's yeah. not true. I actually feel fine telling you. <laughs> I'm like over caffeinated. But if I really think about it, I'm like on right now, but if I really think about it, I really will cry. So basically, he's valedictorian and he's giving the speech and like they throw their hats up in the end. And then he's like looking out into the, oh no, he sees a guy walking away. It's so beautiful. It's like very and sad. And he gets up on his chair and is like looking and is so excited that it's like, the, you know, Mel Gibson. And he turns around, P.S., still hot, burned, yes. wearing sunglasses, and they wave at each other, but they don't talk. Oh, my God. And Mel Gibson that is oh. like a, That's like a classic, like, Bell telephone ad. Yeah. You know, like right. the weepy ones. It also has it's, that vibe of, remember they did some study of, like, movies where if you don't have a emotional reaction to them, something might be wrong with you. That movie, The Champ, with, like, Ricky Schroeder as the kid, and its dad's like a boxer, and it's really sad. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was going to say the movie like that, where if I describe it, I get sad as ordinary people, which is secretly... Oh. Uh, a gay favorite movie because Is it's about it? like kind of like an alienated teen who's like emotional and then like he has like 1980 best picture that's correct yes or are you an Oscars trivia person too I well I memorized the best pictures and best actors in anticipation of TOC oh that's good I know and I know everything about the line for every year yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said the line like, I, I like was how like... dismissive <laughs> that one it's like I know everything about the line for that's fun for you and your heterosexuality with your best actor winners yeah, well right. I, I was going through like best actresses and I just ran out of time yeah uh-huh. I just ran out of time I'm still fuming over the fact that Sharon Stone, I'll mention it again, lost for Casino, I think to... Susan Sarandon, yeah. Oh, I thought it was to Jessica Lange. No, 94. Uh, Casino's 95. Jessica Lange won for Always, I think, Best Actress. Say what? Exactly. (laughs) No, Jessica Lange won Best Actress in 94. For Always, right? No, for Blue Sky. Oh, that's right. Fuck, I always confuse those shitty movies. So I saw you tweet this, and I was like, first I thought, like, well, I'm on Lexapro now, so I can't cry. Yeah, I am. Oh, God, I want to get on it. I want to get something. Yeah, well, you stop crying. That's one of the things. Although I did cry when I saw Dear Evan Hansen. Oh. Very moving. Oh, yeah. Love I love it. four and of the songs in that. Benj is a friend of mine, and I was just, like, rocked. I, like, called Bit him. Bit of a name drop. I uh, put that out, but I'm happy that you liked it. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to piggyback right off it. No. Match with him on Tinder. We haven't really? even gotten to Hey yet. Come on. What? Oh my God. Yeah. I'll with call him. With Benj? Let Buzzy hook it up. Yeah. It seems pretty obvious now, yeah. Yeah. No problem. We'll make like him big cool. time now. He's like on his way to an EGOT, right? He's got an Oscar and which a is Tony. upsetting. It should take you twenty years. Yeah, 
I so agree like with you that. Gotta, well, it's easier if now. You're, if you're yeah. catching up to Whoopi, right? Like that's Rita Moreno, please. <laughs> no, yeah, it's yeah. easier now. I feel because now um, everyone's a multi hyphenate in a mm. way that they weren't maybe thirty years ago. Yeah. I don't know. Well, by the way, if you like write music, you secretly are eligible for like three in a year. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's way easier. Definitely. Well, like Lin Manuel. Is he one yet? No, no he'll he, be one. Oscar, he's close to, which he kind of should have won for that song. For Moana. Moana. He's yes, going to get it. I, I, mean, I thought that Moana, and love, obviously, Benj, a friend of mine, but um, name drop again. I, mean, I felt But it. Moana should have, that Moana song is incredible. Her song, it was better. I mean, like, I like the songs in La La Land, but yeah. Um, I hated La La Land, and that's. I would say it's a B minus. Well known factual about. I got up to complain I don't like, that the volume was I don't like Damien Chazelle. I'm like, I have like a physical reaction. I'm like, that fucker. I hate him. Because he wears scarves or what? No, I just don't. I, he's so smug. He's so self-satisfied. Well, the French. I will say it. Not my faves. I, I can put that out there because they're rude to me. So it's like, all right. And but I know like I live in Hollywood and like I'm supposed to worship him, but I don't work in that world. And I could say like, just fuck you, dude. Yeah. What yeah. do you do? I, I, I do music do. for commercials. I work oh, in advertising. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Do you need any, um, I don't know, like jingle jingles? Singers? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very well, good. it's funny because like that's like the secret way to make a ton of side money is like you sing on something and then you get SAG money when they run it. I was on a Toyota Tacoma commercial going ba bum ba ba bum bum for like two years and the checks just come. What? Oh my yes. God. What, what a, listen, what a I, hack. Can yeah. I audition? Yeah. Toyota Tacoma. That's yeah. good. Yeah. People would fucking buy their shit out of Tacoma. <laughs> They're like, woof, I need a Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is happening right I, now, but something's I need come to... over me. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Louis, I just love I need to be Louis, the idea of Lewis and a pickup truck. Right. I just I love it, that. actually. Yeah. To put all my small notebooks with notes about actresses in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, how else am I going to uh, move around like this like porcelain collection? Yeah, right. <laughs> you cough two purple feathers come out I'm like, are you all right what happened just eating boas full iago yes great iago reference great aladdin reference that is really funny Anyways. aladdin doesn't hold up besides all the oh, racism i disagree I, I think it's better than like um little mermaid I, well, I None just think the animation great. looks r- like oh, I really agree. shoddy. I, yeah. I was like, this is this was like the big anyway. Like the the, the carpet at the time was the big animation right. breakthrough. I'm sure that doesn't hold. And up it was right. like a chunky tassel. There weren't even <laughs> individual strands. Right. Oh my uh, neighbors. Uh, uh, Hi neighbors. They could wave back. It's okay. <laughs> I'm in an Airbnb. I don't think they can hear me. Um, no. I'll talk about it in a minute. There's going to be so many now. weird whispers on this podcast I of know. "Hey, Daddy" of my daughter like coming over and me like silencing her. Well, they, this but it's is gonna... a very confusing. Um, image to walk into if you're staying yeah. at an Airbnb to see the three of us with like old timey yeah. mics up against our mouths. Yeah. Do you think they're big Jeopardy fans? I would Probably love for them not. to be starstruck. Yeah, I don't think Probably so. Probably not. They actually looked like they almost instantly didn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oof, less of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Well, now no, I, I definitely stomping around last I, night. I definitely like am leaning into like villain, like being a villain in a way. Don't. You know, like I, I kind of, I kind of want to have like a, like a Cruella DeVille car. You know, just oh, sure. a, you know what I mean? Like a Duesenberg. Well, no, my, my dream was that if I had won several days on Jeopardy, that like my openings would be like openly not doing cute things, but literally like sticking my tongue, like sneering at them oh, while, yeah. they re- while they read my winnings. And then I would lip sync the winnings, oh. which I can't believe that doesn't happen. By the way, so fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I would have you would have been, I mean, Twitter famous. You oh, already kind God. of were because you had the snap. In case yeah. people are wondering who you are. The Twitter snap. Lewis is famous for creating the Jeopardy winning snap yes you got the daily double you did a and i'm gonna say like it's been tri- i'm not gonna say someone tried to imitate it but matt jackson who was this longtime oh. champion who's a great player and yeah. probably a, and i hear a very nice person 
He tried to make some sort of Twitter clappy thing happen, and I'm just going to say, as somebody in the GIF business, I knew it wasn't going to fly. Right. And my <laughs> whole my whole opening thing was all about the GIF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I I mean I don't know I don't think I pulled off what you pulled off, but I couldn't have. It wouldn't have been authentic. Right. Lewis I would have made yeah. for that. I mean, my yeah. God, look at him. Yeah. No. Of course. I worked with what I had. You know. Yeah. I'm like uh, I don't know what I would do on Jeopardy. I would like thin, like tuck my lips into my gums. I'd be so nervous because even just being on, like, it's been a dream of mine to be in Jeopardy since Mama's family. Yeah. Oh, sure. Baba. Okay. <laughs> like, remember when they Who went? Up, remember that? <laughs> that was well, just a great. Episode. That's such a that's a more sophisticated reference than what everybody else usually says, which is cheers, cheers, oh, yeah. no. right? Which or, is also, or white men can't jump. I get a lot of quints. No. That's better. Yeah, yeah. Because at least Rosie Perez is hilarious. But oh, I like, love Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. But like the cheers episode, I would say is mostly contrived, not that funny. I don't remember yeah. it. I. I have seen the Mama's Family episode 500 times where she doesn't know what it is and she still wins her trip to Hawaii. And I do believe it's the last good Mama's Family episode because once <laughs> they went to Hawaii, from that point forward, there were never any other funny Mama's Families. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. of course. Well, I think also what, what you should do when you get on the show, That's okay, funny. is I think when you, when you, use, when you have a personality, it, in a way, like by expressing it, it defangs the whole experience. That was totally. my th- yeah. that was my thing. It was like I was like I'm gonna have fun, and once I did, it was just like oh, this is just another thing that I can do. Right. You know what I mean? Versus, also, like, like having fun like enables you to like really do better on the buzzer. Is I my think feeling. so. Yes. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Well, because yeah. you're loose. You're yeah. loose. Mm-hmm. You're relaxed. <sighs> I want to talk exciting. to you about so many more things. Wait. So actually, one last thing we have to bring yeah. up. Well, we have time. I mean, they're not. They're not 40 minutes early. Like some people sometimes <laughs> do that, which I find really weird. Um, Microaggression. No, we have to talk. I know. We have to talk about Bachelor. Yes. Oh, you're a big fan? I'm a huge fan of Bachelor in Paradise. Which is my bread and butter Your bread well. and butter. Because yeah. I feel like... And here's what... I watch Bachelor and, and Bachelorette as a very long casting special for Bachelor sure. in Paradise. I'm like, I watch it, I'm like, I can't wait to see her in Paradise. That's what I say, literally, all night, is like, yeah. when someone's crazy. And I'm like, mm, not Paradise material. But um, I think, because The Bachelor and Bachelorette's like, how, what are the chances that 30 people are going to like the same like kind of boring person? Right. Probably not. And I get that. I mean, there are people that like walk off the show. But Paradise is a free-for-all, and I love it. I love that like sometimes the girls are in charge, sometimes the guys are in charge. I, and it's just a mess, you know, and I love well, a mess. Well, it's an all-star cast of, and I'm going to use a word my mother uses, all the hilaras yeah. from the, it's an old-school word that she uses for really anyone, yeah. um, unsavory. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The Vildachayas as my dad. no wait are you also deep are you also a Big Brother person I of course watch I'm Big gonna Brother. say because like but I like, I'm a I'm a hidden Big Brother person like okay. I don't really talk a lot about the fact that I watch it but I watch it religiously because that's my thing uh, my trash TV I like the people on it to act like trash right you right. know what I mean whereas Bachelor there's some good behavior going on I feel like. I don't well, know. that's why, why you should watch Paradise because Paradise yeah. that all the good behavior goes out the door I oh, mean yeah. if you like your rape scandals white hot. <laughs> Tune in. I yeah. do not like them tepid. Yeah. No, I sizzling. No. Yeah. I would need fajita steam coming but off. But also the, when they when they came back and Chris Harrison tried to like have the conversation and I was like, this is a bad after school special. I cannot. <laughs> what does she want to do? She she just can't wait. She wants us to be done. Oh yeah. I know we're almost done. It's boring. I know. I, I'm dying to talk Bachelor. No, My trainer and I talk Bachelor a do lot. You? He's a huge fan. He actually one of his tweets went viral when one of the guys said, I want the kind of love that makes me late for work. And my, oh my trainer God. tweeted, how can you be late for former 
former competitive swimming. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, Essers of LA, if you guys want the hottest takes on Bachelor. I was going to say, also, what a snarky trainer. I like that. My trainers are usually... I used to have a trainer who would be in his Blackberry the entire time, Julian. Uh-huh. He also smelled horrible Ugh. but it was like twice my size and used to stretch me for like an hour and i was Ooh. like all right <laughs> anyways um that would, smell would knock me out of it I feel yeah like. honestly very, it was awful I, I would become elitist immediately i'm like well i'm a, a more evolved life form than you are why are you teaching me anything i have to I tell you something. Deal with smelly people Rome. he had like let's just put it this way i don't think he ever washed his basketball shorts does that uh, make any sense oh sure okay. you know he'd be a big not... hit on grinder but yeah oh which by the way is what all my material is about today i'm so sorry <laughs> That's like, why, that's why you're here. <laughs> Did we all think that they were setting up Wells to be the next Bachelor? No. I thought that's why they made him the bartender, because they wanted America to keep him in mind. I felt like they made him the bartender because he was like the thinking man's Bachelor contestant, because he was right. snarky and like mm. kind of skinny and funny-ish. And I actually think, and I like Wells, but I think that them trying... My issue is when they try to make the show super funny... Like yes. to be in on the joke, right. like that is when it's not funny. Yeah, it's not Veep. So yes. thank you. <laughs> it, it's exactly. It's not like when we're tweeting it. The fun comes from creating Afterwards. the comedy right. out of whatever serious thing. So that's why you know we talk a lot about the show Ninety Day Fiance here because right. it's very takes itself very seriously, right. and there are funny moments. But it's like you really are like, oh, there are stakes here. Right. And once it starts getting funny, the stakes become more wishy-washy. And right. so... It's like they kind of wanted a little Twitter, voice of Twitter in the show exactly. instead of just letting it be And it just felt weird having Wells make the drink. It felt like beneath him, honestly. Yeah, it felt... It, and it also just felt like... I'm like, Wells is not making those drinks. No. No. No, they had... Jorge was hiding. I know. He was like dressed as like... <laughs> It was like little um, C-3PO. By the way, Jorge's Jorge is is just like, good for you, Jorge. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, He's, you know, he's doing it. You can't expect skills of any of these people, let Uh, alone practical ones that can help people drink well. No, of course not. Do you watch the show at all, Lewis? Once every like seven years. I'm on track like I am with Survivor. Like, I know it's Uh, probably going to be good when I watch, but I don't seek it out. Funny enough, I do watch Survivor. I'm uh, also a religious Survivor fanatic. That's how you're going to get Austin on the show because Austin loves Survivor. You know what? I only want guests who want to be here. I'm not going to bet anybody and that's really true and i'm like to begging come. to come back uh, well you're I, welcome anytime bring I the whole family it. next time i want <laughs> i will grandparents find i want no you don't have to um but i will say survivor this season i actually think has been sucking and that is like a first because the past mm. many seasons have been great i was gonna say which just, is the opposite yeah. of big brother which is like good one tenth of the time and survivor is good like 90 percent of the time survivor is yeah. the best show and even with bad it's just the casting sucks right i'm rooting mm. for exactly zero people so i'm like right. Where does the fun and even Probst seems mm. he's like aging? Not I don't know. I'm it. just like not. I'm not there. Not feeling it from his Rock and Roll Jeopardy days. Oh, he was amazing on that show. What are you he, talking about? He, he was, was the host, host of Rock and Roll Jeopardy on VH1. What? Yes, mm-hmm. which was produced by the same Jeopardy team. Yeah, this it's like the same board what? and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys play J Six? Very occasionally. Very rarely. Very rarely. And I have an Alexa. I literally. Do you know why I have my Alexa? So I can go, Alexa, what time is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I could buy a clock or I could just ask yeah. her. You're, you're basically um, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel in the Siri ads. Like, is it raining outside? Oh, my God. <laughs> and and I, I worked on those, by the way. And it was like, while they were making them, I was just like, this doesn't seem like I'm going to. Oh, my God. Were you singing Shake, Rattle, and Roll? It's like Buzzy. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling in those checks. I love yeah. that. Um, well, b- last question for, for now. Buzzy. For now. Buzzy is... Buzzy is so needy for this podcast, and I love it. That's what I wanted to happen. I am like, I wanted I'm, you to be I'm our open friend. about my thirst. Yes, for, I feel like, it. Because I just, 
love. I well, as I said when I first came, you were the first celebrity. See what I'm doing? <gasps> who got yes. on the Buzzy train my first time on? So I feel like there's. Oh, you think there's like, a train now? Okay, go ahead. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. like a light rail, the Buzzy <laughs> light rail. He keeps coining terms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this is. Then you get it. Like if you got it, show one, then you get it. Yeah. Well, let's say goodbye because your poor daughter, who has actually been tortured, she's screaming. Can we hear her screaming for Buzzy? I hope so. Yeah. Um, just a little bit. Buzzy, thank you so much for being here. And Louis Vertel. Oh, gosh. Buzzy Colin, yes. a dream. This was my dream. Will you plug your daughter's Twitter handle on the show right now? Just in case people want to follow I'm not going to plug her handle, but I will plug mine because you guys have like... 50 times what I have. We do. That's true. I'm not I feel I feel like that might be accurate math. It's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. I'm buzz buzztronics. <laughs> and I do like I'm trying I'm just figuring out Twitter. So I'm not like I don't need a lot of followers now cuz I'm testing the waters. Buzztronics is your thing. And actually funny story when you uh fo- you apparently were following me the whole time. Yeah. Oh wow. And I, I had was. no idea cuz I thought it was a bot. Because I was like, "Oh my god, someone famous on me on Jeopardy." Uh, and it's just cuz I'm verified and Trick question. Everyone's verified. No, so right. Like, oh, my well, God. Well, I'm actually not verified. I know. That's and, why I didn't think it was you. And I'm like, I'm like, everyone's like, you got to get verified. And I'm like, I'm like, would Bruce Springsteen get verified? Like, maybe this is like my man of the people move is like kind of you, fly under the radar. You've actually lost the farm. I mean, what are you even <laughs> saying? Like, honestly, you're like, like get, I think you're, you're like, stressed. You're like, get verified. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And Louis Vertel, over this crying child. By the way, I kind of want her here every week. It <laughs> no, really yeah. adds to the um, stress of right, it finishing. Ups, it yeah. ups the stakes. Yeah. yeah. She's like, reaching her hands out to me. I just made eye contact and I want to die. It yeah. really was the saddest thing. Louis, tell people, go tend to her so Louis can have his moment no uh, i'm at lewis Fertel on twitter and then uh i just for three months hosted this show uh podcast pop rocket which uh now is going to return to the hands of guy branham who's another funny gay person we love guy branham yes and uh yeah i'm there i was on homophilia with dave holmes a couple weeks ago oh, love him too you love have to love him right dave holmes are you kidding me he's like top one percent i love him beyond yes. so sweet and uh lewis i just want to everyone should follow lewis and buzzy on twitter lewis is genuinely the funniest person you make me feel like less of a comedian because every facebook post you post it's just like windfall of likes and then i'll be like hey looking for recommendations in london and it's truly like one cricket is like unfollow so people hate me is the end of that i wish i had that like confidence to be like to actually talk to people but i just want to be like i'm gonna drop this joke here and then i'm gonna run don't talk to me oh i love talking to people but anyways boys thank you for being here and buzzy next time i'm in la or next time you come to new york come back i'm going to i I want to no Truly, child. That, I mean, I'm, I'm like serious about the guest host thing. I will be there. I know. Well, if, you, me, if you make it happen, I will yes. get on an airplane. All right. Maybe we can like we can negotiate quiet. a deal. I'll be quiet. Like I'm not going to try to steal your thunder. <laughs> You're going to fully be like Kevin Eubanks. Like, yeah. just like kind of in the back. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. totally. Do you play an instrument? You must. I do. Yeah. Okay. We can work. There that we actually go. would be funny. <laughs> I'm serious to have like a musician there would be LOL funny. Like fully if it's like an oboe too, but anyway. I or like the I just have like is, I'm like playing show tune like like old like standards. I'm like, don't tell me not to smile. Like just in like on an organ in the back. The issue is that I think I want like a gay guy on because oh, of right. the energy, but we can make something happen. Let's, I can let's try I can like flame it I'm up. not I that. A, I'm I, but I could yeah, I could don't. It's not you. It's I, not I well, you know, you don't know me. <laughs> I do know you. I've Buzzy's seen prepared you now. to evolve. I have seen you as a dad now, and I feel like I really know you. Really? Like, is I it, know you better with your daughter than with that. Is it, like, has it ruined some of the magic? No, look how sweet she looks. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to Fresh Batch. This has been an amazing episode. Thank you for nannying Buzzy's daughter, and thank you for bringing her. And uh, we will we'll see you next week, everyone. Love you. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. 
Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, Go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.